Another installment of the Aw oh Man radio show at awman.net. And that was Rhea Bartok to La Revoir, a version of He's in Town with its uh, translation here, meaning you see her again. That was the, I guess you'd call it the title track from a four song EP that was put out in 1965 through Columbia. Next, I'm going to play something by Italia 90. It came out uh, a couple days ago. Is it actually out? I should look at that. Yeah, April 16th. So, yesterday, in fact. Uh, Declare. It's one of two songs, so I guess sort of a single EP thing. Uh, the other song being Borderline. And this was released by Brace Yourself Records. I really like this song. I think it's probably the, the best thing I've ever heard by them. And, and they got a lot of good stuff. 
So that's what I'll get to immediately next. And then just a bunch of band camp stuff from all over the place this week. Some new stuff, some old stuff. But nothing I've ever played on the show before. All musical groups or persons who I've not yet featured on the show, at least to my recollection. So there's that. And then Zach, of course, will be by halfway through for I'm Allowed. And uh, I have a whole set of songs about primates to come after that. And that will pretty much shape up the show for this week. So I guess we should get hopping.
Because I don't think I can get out of this thing worth a shit. Nobody can, so, you know. Happy back on years, odds and 
I made a shambles of a love that was ordained by God above. I broke your heart and now I pay with memories night and day. Odds and ends, bits and pieces of an old love affair. Old love letters and some flowers that you wore in your hair. Odds and ends, bits and pieces of those happy bygone years. Odds and ends that keep tugging. Taiwan Housing Project, Open Space. That's taken from sub-language trustees put out last year by the Ever Never label. 
And it's pretty cool. That uh, band features uh, Kylan Lunsford, also Little Claw, and Mark Fian, formerly of Harry Pussy. That's pretty cool that, you know, especially in uh, Mark Fian's case, that he's still putting out cool stuff years after Harry Pussy was a thing. It's still interesting, relevant music. And, you know, also for uh, Kylan Lunsford, although Little Claw was active more recently than Harry Pussy were, at least. Uh, and then also they're joined by uh, Cameron Healy, Sean Kilroy, and Kevin Nichols as a five-piece. So I'll post the uh, Bandcamp page link for them later when I put the old playlist up. I played before that Charlie Walker, Odds and Ends, Bits and Pieces from a 1974 Capitol Records single. Isn't that funny? People do that, though. People leave behind a bunch of stuff when they split up with other people. Maybe it's, sometimes it is to just torture the other person if they, if the other person was treating them really poorly and, and they know that the other person's going to miss them. I don't know. I'm sure that happens. Um, Scratch Acid, Amicus from... Just Keep Eating, put out in 1986 through the Rabbit Cat label. I like how David Yao in that song at the beginning of it, he's kind of like coughing. <laughs> it just just sounds really kind of dodgy. He can pull it off like nobody else. That's, that's his area of expertise, I guess. Uh, Diode before that, one of this week's Bandcamp vines of mine. I played iPop. It's from a self-titled album that they put out last year through Refry, and then started it with, as I mentioned, Italia 90, Declare was the song from the Borderline and Declare single, EP, whatever, put out just yesterday through Brace Yourself. I'm going to play Do the Snake by Cabaret Voltaire next, which I've also seen labeled as Do the Shake. It could really be either one. This originally appeared on a tape through Industrial Records in 1980. It was called, or I guess it probably, I guess subsequent releases would probably still call it the same thing because I think it would have came out through Mute or something later, reissued. But anyhow, yeah, they called it 1974 to 1976. Hadn't thought about this one in a while. It's, it's really over the top and it just totally like is the best dance that never was. Maybe it is, I guess, when people do the snake. I've never actually seen anybody do it, but, you know, if they're doing the snake, they should be doing it to this song. So, yeah, we'll get to that. And then, um, well, like I said, Zach will be along halfway through. There's the primate set, more Bandcamp funds. What else could you want? Do, 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 do
Drinking water right now? Nice gin.
that was Crash Material from Melbourne, Australia. The song was Opia. It comes from their EP called EP, which they put out in June of last year. It's a self-release thing so far as I can tell. Also heard Spring Breeding before that, Learn to Swim from their album Suck Eggs, which they put out in 2019. Also a self-released job there from uh, Denton, Texas. And self-recorded too, by the way, it says on their Bandcamp page. Let's see, what else did I play? Uh, Sangra Synthetica. And the song was Phantasma Invertio. Invertido. Yeah, okay, sorry. And they're from Argentina. It's interesting. They have their own Bandcamp page, and apparently this was put out in 2016, but then later was, I suppose, re-released by the Pat Ulek label. Which I think is also based in Rosario, Argentina, which is where the band is. And let's see, yeah, starting it off, Cabaret Voltaire, Do the Snake, from the collection, one of the collections of their earlier recordings, 1974 to 1976, put out originally in 1980 by Throbbing Gristle's Industrial Records label. And it's funny, you know, I didn't want to mention it ahead of time, but that song's actually seven minutes long. I never really thought about it until today when I was going to play it. And it's like, oh, wow, maybe it's too long. Maybe it's just too nonsensical. I mean, it is pretty nonsensical, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel long. It could have been twice as long. I, I still would have loved every minute of it. And I guess maybe they adopted American accents for when they're singing and speaking on that. Because they're from the UK, so I, I don't really know what that's all about. Anyhow, uh, I'm going to play something by UVs next. It's called Samsung Galaxy 500. This was put out uh, last year on an album called Human Dance that they self-released. And looking at their Facebook page today, it says, or yeah, they made a post to the effect of, amongst other things, how they're working on new music. So that's always a good thing. And uh, yeah, so I'll get to that bunch of other stuff, Zach and primates and who knows what else. That's what it's going to be. Thank you. 
Thanksgiving. Cook a turkey. I drive a big freight liner and I make a last payment today. And I drive to all points out of New York City to L.A. Well, a little woman smiles when I pack up to leave her. I'll soon be back, but I just got the fever. She's a believer. I got the freight liner fever. There's a railroad a-running by the highway out in Santa Fe. And I passed an old freight train a-making it run the other day. Merle Haggard said to his fireman, a pale. He's a-blowing this a freight train off of the rail. He got the fever. Fever. He's got the freight liner fever. Well, here said, rid of what you can in that cigarette back. I said, I got my second driver and he's gonna drive all the way back. It's a big black pill, so long and round. To a driver, it's a West Coast. Turn around, it's for the fever. Fever. That old freight liner fever. Well, I passed Dave Dudley up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania And I passed Del Reeves down in Shreveport, Louisiana Dick Curtis got a hung on a hill up in Maine I pulled him on over with my 40-foot chain He got the fever, fever He's got the freight liner fever I've been a-passing everything from a Jimmy to a Greyhound bus I'm gonna spend a few days out on the west coast to end of my run. You know, giddy up go and a little bit of luck. I'm gonna pass a red Simpson in his runaway truck. He's got the fever. Fever. He's got the freight line of fever. Oh, if there's said red of what you can in that cigarette pack. I said I got my second driver and he's gonna drive all the way back. It's a big black pill so long and round To a driver it's a west coast Turn around it's for the fever Fever That old freight line of fever oh, Out on this road you pass a lot of them old country boys I seen Carl Smith, Charlie Pride, Ernest Tubb, Bill Monroe Conway Twitty, Waylon Jennings See Dave Dudley, George Jones Porter Wagner, Bill Anderson
featuring Fucking Kill Me is the name of the song. Maybe you could have guessed. Uh, comes from Rubber Baby, which they put out in 2017. They have a Facebook page, too. The last thing that they mentioned on there is that they've relocated and they're going to start doing shows again soon, but that was like 2018, so guess it didn't work out, unfortunately. Um, Negative Nancys, before that, they're from New Zealand. The song was Late Light Romance. It's taken from Heatwave, an album just put out, uh, I don't know, a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, through... Uh, the label Occultation and then there was Red Sovine Freightline Freightliner Fever from a 1970 Star Day single prior to Red we had the chimes he's not there anymore from a 1966 Chattahoochee single and started it with the UVs, or UVs, I guess they don't have the article, the UVs, Samsung, Galaxy 500 from Human Dance, put out in 2020. And you know something? I, th- I think I might have forgot to mention something I played in the set previous to that, if anybody cares. It was uh, before um, I played Sangra, Synthetica, and after Cabaret Voltaire, the Coronas, All Out Voda from 1965. I'll post the playlist anyway, but yeah. I'm an idiot. I can't think. Something is wrong with me. Yeah. So, with that said, it's time to give old Zach a call and see what he's saying. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. My friend, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty darn well. How are you? Not bad at all. Going on a nice walk here in Columbus, Ohio. Nice, wholesome walk. Nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah, what beats it? Yep. Not very much in my experience. I actually, yeah. for some reason, I'm hearing myself back a little bit over the phone. I don't know what that's all about, but probably nothing we can do anyway. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> I do that for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that for a living. Yep. Only this time you're not getting paid for it. I know, yeah. Yep. For anybody Where who doesn't I? know what the hell we're talking about, it's it's a common issue in webcasting and telecommunications work. So, yeah, which Zach and I both do. <laughs> yep. We, we work for the same company. Isn't that wild? Yep. Who would ever thought that would happen? Yeah. You you live in another continent. <laughs> yeah, and who, who would also have figured that? I mean, I can understand the company making a mistake enough to keep one of us on, but to have both of us in the same company doing the same yeah. sort of work. Yeah. It, it's miraculous. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, 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 I actually like the work. I, re- I really do. Like, no, no joke. I, it's, it's, I find it enjoyable most of the time. <laughs> Many people get into the line of work and then they stay within it. I mean, they might bounce around to other companies, but they remain in that general field for the rest of their days. I've seen that happen many times. So, yeah. Yeah. For as Something many- that you would never think you would do. <laughs> 
It's yeah, you don't even know that it's a job that people can do realistically before you get yeah, into exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Which makes yeah, me wonder I honestly, how many jobs are there out there like that that you could you or I or whoever is listening or not listening for that matter could be the best job you ever had, but you just don't know it's out there and how would you ever find it? Yeah, there is a really a, there's really a restrictive set of jobs for people for the most part. You know, like there's there's jobs that people can have, and it seems like to me that it's really uh, restrictive. Like you, in that, well, it's it's not restrictive in that you there aren't a lot of jobs out there. But it's restrictive in that most people don't even know what they are. Yep. You know, exactly. like they get stuck in retail or working in an office or uh, working in a restaurant, something like that. Or garbage man or an astronaut or something. <laughs> Some terrible job like being an astronaut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know. There's things like what we're doing out there, and it's pretty, pretty enjoyable. Especially because you can do it from your bedroom, in your bed, in your underwear. <laughs> Nobody's the wiser. Nobody's the wiser, exactly. There's no, no dress code. Yep. No going anywhere. It's beautiful. You could wear a suit to bed and do the work, or you could I wear could. nothing at all. And do still do the same work, and it wouldn't really affect anything. I, I've been there. Yep, I've done both. Yeah, <laughs> me too, for sure. Yeah. Where are you walking to today? Uh, then, uh, I'm walking down to Kroger. I've I've been making uh, kombucha and kefir, and today is the day that they're they're both finished. So I'm walking to Kroger to get like berries and stuff like that to be able to flavor and do like their second ferment. That's my that's my mission now. They're finished so I gotta I gotta bottle them now. Okay. Yeah. It's very very, very boring to talk about. <laughs> it's very very enjoyable to taste, but very a very, very boring process. I used to teach people how to make kombucha and get beer. It's, to me, it's really it's a really interesting thing to me because you're like these microorganisms are inhabiting this, this basically this sugar water and transforming it into something that is totally different than what it started out with. Like taste wise, everything changes entirely. It's like a it's like a science experiment. But I think most people are not as anywhere. <laughs> Not anywhere near as interested in it as I am. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I've always been fascinated and, uh, by some simple things along those lines. I mean, this is pretty rudimentary, but when you think about the transformation a cucumber undergoes to become a pickle, like when I was a kid, yeah. I, I was told that is what happened, and it just blew my mind that one thing could be the other because they're extremely dissimilar in taste and even... To a lesser extent, appearance like it just seems like it wouldn't even be related. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, most of our food comes to us through a transformational process, like bread. You know, like bread, bre like bread starts out as 
as some kind of wheat flour and water and yeast. You know, like those, it's wild to think that those three things, and then whatever else you want to add into it, you put those three really dissimilar things together, all of a sudden, you've got this other, this completely alien creature <laughs> born out of that. Same with like wine and cheese. They're all, it's all like these really interesting, bizarre bacterial transformations. It's remarkable that people, that people even came up with that along the lines. It's just like, oh, well, this is all we got. Let's throw it together and see if it tastes like shit or if it somehow actually turns out okay. I guess that's what happened. Yeah, I know. No, that's interesting about human beings. Like, that's, that's one of our, our best traits, I think, is like when we are like this, we're like experimenters. We're constantly experimenting and trying new, really unusual, sometimes very dangerous, sometimes very stupid things, but <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're, at, we're at our best when we're an adventurous species, you know, and we're willing to try new things and willing to, to do something that seems totally absurd and surreal. That's, uh, that's my favorite thing about people, <laughs> their dedication to absolute an anarchic nonsense and absurdity. It's given birth to some of the best and worst things to ever come into existence, yeah, no doubt. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, imagine this, like, who came up with war? What a stupid concept, you know? It's like somebody was like, you know, right, let's get together and murder a bunch of people and take what they have. Or I've even, never had that thought in my life. <laughs> yep. It, it's, who, who thinks of that? I, you know? Not anybody I really want to associate with, that's for sure. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. But, but then there's the, the other side of stuff, like we were kind of talking about a couple of weeks ago, where it's like, who mentally associates these things so that they become, they become one thing? Like, if you think about the whole, like, furry fetish, like, to me, sex and then people dressing up like furry cartoon characters, I would never have made a connection between those two things as like a sexual activity, but people eat it up. People love it, man. You know? Yeah. 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 That's like that well, on, only, on, on OnlyFans, the people that really make the big cash are the people that are doing like primarily, I mean, unless you're famous, they're, they're, they're primar primarily doing what I consider pretty unusual like fetish stuff. Yeah, the new market. I say what? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say you know whatever, whatever floats your boat. None of my business, as long as no one's getting hurt and everything's consensual. Do whatever the hell you want to do. Yep. But I don't. It's like I, I do. I feel the same way as you. Like, where did this come from? Where did this idea come from? Like what? <laughs> what happened in your life that you were like, you know what? <laughs> this is my this is my thing. I've been dying to do this. I just realized it. <laughs> and then you find someone who'll do it with you. That's got to be like incredibly hard. And is it it's, a it's thing already that pretty good. just all of a sudden clicks? It's like, you know something? I actually like this. Or is it something that kind of dwells in the back of their mind and they 
gradually piece it together and then they're like, okay, I understand now the people I must <laughs> seek out and what I must do with them. And surely they'll want to do the same with me or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a peculiar world out there. Yeah, I love it. I'm very into it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 if if I were to, if I were to have created it, I would have created it just this way. I wouldn't change a I wouldn't change a beat. <laughs> I think it's also becoming a tradition here for for you to be on the phone with me while you're in a grocery store. I don't have any issue with that. It's just interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I honestly, like because because Columbus is still has a really heavy count of of COVID, grocery stores are the only place I go. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't, and I don't uh, like I've st- I, I haven't driven. I, you know, I have a car, but I haven't driven my car. Like, oh gosh, it's probably been two or three weeks. I just walk every because the grocery store is only two miles away. Yeah. And if I go every two or three days, I can just get what I need and carry it back with me. So I get exercise doing that. Like, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just, if you call, it's very likely I'm going to be in. <laughs> I pretty much go to the grocery store every day around this time. Let's say, three, not every day, but let's say three to four days a week. I'll be in Kroger grabbing one, one thing or another, just uh, something to do more or less yeah i mean you and i've talked about it between ourselves plenty of times but if there's one thing i can appreciate it's a good grocery store so i'm glad that's an international standard these days i mean it has to be more or less (laughs) i suppose they could just opt for like just doing delivery and not, not having the grocery stores open at all if that would be tenable i don't know but i'm glad they're still open regardless uh, it's uh, me it's a too. Treat. That would be my nightmare. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't allow anybody to pick out my produce. I must pick out my own produce. I occasionally do it here because, like, I'll get it delivered if there's just too much going on, and I haven't had a chance to get out. And it's like, oh well, I need. I need something here, and I'm probably not going to have a chance anytime soon. And you know, I've been very surprised at the quality of what they include. I haven't yet had anything disappointing in there it's it seems like they might actually take that into consideration that people are going to be sensitive about what stuff is going to be delivered so i think they're actually trying to pick out stuff that might even be above the quality of what's typically going out into the store generally or at least the very best stuff that would be visible in the store so it might be worth your while depending on What's going on? But I mean, if you can make it to the store, I'm sure it's just as good. Yeah. Well, here, here's the kicker. My uh, roommate, Eve, does do this. She doesn't want to go. She, she, the grocery store makes her nervous. Okay. Like, even, even pre COVID, she just doesn't like going to grocery store. She's like, she has a two pack and all this stuff. So she, she is anti going to the grocery store. So she, um, she gets the deliveries. She gets the grocery deliveries. And her produce is off. Oh, Always. really? Oh, man. Always. 100% of the time. Wow. I guess they do it differently so, yeah, here than they so, do there. It sounds like, uh, sounds like Jackie has really got their act together. But 
yep. here in Columbus, Ohio, you got to get your own. You got to pick out your own fruit and veggies. I see. Do but they do the thing there now where the there's store. like fewer opportunities to go to the grocery store? Like, do they close the grocery store earlier than pre-COVID or what? Oh no, no. They did uh, initially, like in like March and April and May of 2020, when, when we were on lockdown. Yep. They did. They closed early, but I think after like May of 2020, everything went we're pretty much went back to business as usual. Okay. I mean, everyone has to wear a mask. That's the deal. Yep. Uh, you you can't come in if you if you don't have a mask. And people are generally compliant here in Columbus. I never see anybody like going in stores that are that don't have masks. It's not like when I was in, when I was in rural Tennessee, I saw arguments all the time. It was ridiculous. Yuck. People, yeah, I'm going to wear a mask. <laughs> Losing their mind over it. Screaming yeah. to the shopkeepers. Yeah, people want their personal liberties. They want their uh, liberty. They want to be at liberty to make other people sick, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yep. I kind of I kind of like the mask. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into the mask. It's like a disguise. It's like I'm going out in public and I'm wearing a disguise. <laughs> I like it. Start wearing a cape with it. You know, it could be a whole getup. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I wear kind of a cape because I have like a, um, a like a, a cashmere cardigan <laughs> that I like drape around my uh, <laughs> drape around my neck on days when it's like in the kind of cool side. So yeah, it, it kind of. It, Brittany says it looks like a cape. <laughs> I do it, so. Yeah. Distinguished look, I'm, no I've doubt. Got the, <laughs> yeah, I've got the super villain look, for sure. Yeah. You got anything else shaping <laughs> up for the weekend? Um, yeah, Brittany and I are going to go to this plant place, I think. Um, outside of Columbus, it's like this giant, really rare, unusual plant, uh, Store, I guess. Place like a, I mean, she works at a plant nursery, but this one's supposed to be. It's supposed to have a lot of really interesting plants that you wouldn't normally run into. The, so, ju- the jungle gyms of plant stores, I guess. What's that? So the jungle gyms of plant stores. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Okay. They've got a lot of like. Yeah, they, they've got a really a bunch of really interesting poisonous plants that was, that was used in like medieval witchcraft. That I think I might get. <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I made a, I made an ointment one time with henbane. Henbane uh, is like it's called the sliner, but it's very poisonous if you ingest it. So I made an ointment with it, following this like 15th century recipe. <laughs> And uh, you, they call it the flying herb because when you ingest it, it, it gives you dreams of, of you like flying and catapulting through the air. So the whole the whole uh, thing with witches that where they're like flying on rooms that came from 
it's, that's like henbane lore because it would. Oh. If you if you used enough of it, you would hallucinate, and you would hallucinate that you were flying. But if you use just a like a, a small dollop, which is what I've used, um, yeah, it gives you it gives you dreams, and you're always like you're awake during these dreams, like lucid dreams, and you're catapulting through the air. It's pretty pretty wild stuff. I would like to get more of that and make more of that. Because I've I've used it all because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of that oh, as a thing. Yeah, yeah, there's that, and then uh, May Apple called Mandrake, where it says like the the lore is if you pull a Mandrake from the ground, it screams, and the scream is so deafening. Though like the root screams, and the scream is so deafening that it kills you. So people in medieval Europe would have their dogs dig them up so it would kill their dogs and put it in. I don't know if that's really true or, true or not. That's how, that's how the story goes at any rate. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I one time, it, it's, it has the, some of the same chemicals that LSD has. It has the... Uh, the chemical LSA, which is one of the things that in LSD that makes you hallucinate. And one time I made a compound with it, and uh, that was a big mistake. <laughs> that was a hellish, hellish experience. I really uh, don't recommend that. Well, that's One noted worst, here. Uh, I, I'll learn learn through you, I guess, and not do that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Strongly recommend to stay away from the mandrake root extract. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we, like, people would use it to go into, like, war or something like that. It, it makes you feel really aggressive and angry. And uh, I don't like to feel like that way. No, it doesn't sound <laughs> I spend very my fun. life trying to not feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I'm familiar with that feeling, and I do my very best to uh, not feel it. <laughs> it's not always possible. Yeah, understandable. But I certainly don't want to take anything that uh, exacerbates that in me. Yeah. Pass on that. I'm more than happy to stay away from that feeling entirely, <laughs> if and when I can. But, yeah, it was like six hours of that, and, like, really violent, strange hallucinations and... It was unpleasant. Uh, so, a little word to the wise out there. <laughs> yep, that's the lesson <laughs> for today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my oh, friend, wow. we just cracked the 21-minute mark, so maybe that's a good note to end it uh, on. <laughs> I think you're right, my friend. This was a blast, as always. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for being here for another week, and we'll do it again next week, I'm sure. Sounds good to me, my buddy. I'll talk to you soon. I'll be seeing you. You betcha. Be seeing you. Bye-bye. Be seeing Goodbye. Don't turn your back on Zach. Watch out for Zach. Wee, wee, wabba. Wee, 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 wabba. Wee, 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 There we go. Now you know a couple more herbs and plants to stay away from. So, like I mentioned, I'm going to... Play the primate set, which will include lots of human imitation of 
chimps and orangutans and gorillas and apes and so on, amongst other things. Uh, so I'll start it with Count Yates, Chimpanzee is the song. Uh, this is taken from a single put out in 1961 by Regis Records. On Sunday afternoon around about two, I pick my baby up and here's what we do. We jump into my car and go to the zoo to see the chimpanzee. We buy some peanuts and a couple of sacks, a pretty jelly beans and cracker jacks. Always bring along some afternoon snacks to be the chimpanzee. <laughs> Other people giggle at everything he does, but my baby and I stare in fascination and secretly I'm wondering if he just might be a distant relation. Although you laugh and say it couldn't be true, remember he might be a cousin to you. Don't believe it, go to the zoo and watch the chimpanzee. (laughs) Last night I dreamed, I dreamed the whole night through. I dreamed that I was all alone at the zoo. I had some peanuts and some jelly bean too to be the chimpanzee. I dreamed the cage was empty, bacon and bear. So I walked right up and pulled up a chair Ate all the peanuts I was planning to share With the chimpanzee <laughs> Even though you giggle and think it's kind of silly I can tell you right now in my situation That I could see that you and you and me All might be related distantly When I woke up I was surprised as could be There in the crowd are staring curiously and the chimpanzee and they were watching me Well, listen to me. 
got Sears Roebuck in Denver, Colorado, and I don't have a telephone number for Televis. Uh, my towels are all solid. They have nothing on them. The body sheets would be big enough to wrap a chimp in. Everything is, is more of the cotton with a loop on it, and it is softer than the burlap bag. I couldn't make you into a loop. I don't have anything with giraffe. I, I'm not sure that we're talking the same language. Thank you.
That's it, the end of the primate set with the murky chimps, Red Rose Tea. They're called that because they dressed up in monkey or chimp or ape suits or whatever, and then they play that song on TV for the sake of promoting Red Rose Tea. So, uh, yeah, that particular recording of it is taken from Mad Mike Monsters Volume 2, a tribute to Mad Mike Metrovich. Put out by Norton Records in 2008. Then it was Jane Birkin and Serge Gainsbourg, uh, Orangutan, uh, from the 1969 Fontana LP, Je t'aime moi non plus. Um, and yeah, you read the lyrics, the translation of that, you get the innuendo pretty quickly. She's talking about her Orangutan doll and how, how much she likes it. Yeah. Uh, before that, the Tuxedo's Monkey Beat taken from a 1963 ABC Paramount single. You can still buy that on Discogs for next to nothing, like three euros or five Canadian dollars or something. <laughs> and that's the, the really sloppy one with the, the human imitations of monkeys that were obviously sped up by a tape machine so that they sound more high-pitched or whatever. Um, so yeah, maybe it's not a surprise that you can still buy copies of that for relatively cheap. I played uh, a Longmont Potion Castle clip in between. Uh, it's called Chimp Giraffe Loop, taken from Longmont Potion Castle 5, put out in 2005 through uh, the DU record label and Reptilian. It's one of those where you can't hear him speaking, so you have to kind of just surmise what he's saying to the person on the other line because you hear their response so <laughs> one of the things I guess he said is he, he asked the woman if she could tie him into a loop or put him in a loop because she says I don't think I can put you in a loop or whatever um, yeah what do we hear before that the Altics Gorilla Hunt from a 1962 Door D-O-R-E single which is a little confusing I mean, maybe not. I, I, I guess it kind of works. It's the one, the instrumental I played, where it's not ape or gorilla sounds, monkey sounds. It's human imitations of bird calls, but I thought I'd throw it in because in terms of the title, it fits anyway. There's, although there's definitely no monkey imitation on that record. Um, Roy Hall, One Monkey Don't Stop the Show, before that from a 1968... <laughs> 1960 RCA single. Okay. And some of the most solid advice I've ever heard conveyed in a song from that that particular number right there. Um, what else? The Shandells before that, Gorilla from a 1964 banger single. And to start at Count Yates, Chimpanzee from a 1961 Regis single. Got about, uh, I don't know, 19 minutes to go, and I can fit in, I don't know, maybe five or six songs in that amount of time, so I won't uh, stall too much longer. I found something neat from Bulgaria, and it's not very often you find anything from there. It's just not a lot of interesting, unusual stuff generally from Bulgaria, but these guys are great. They're called Pop Porn. And they just put out an EP with five songs on it in March on the 22nd, to be precise. It's a self-release thing. I'll post the Bandcamp link 
after the show. The song I'm going to play for or from it is uh, Boiling Sea, and the name of the EP itself is Trends.
FSU quarterback will not play in the Peach Bowl because of a family issue. Death in the family is the rumor, Thomas. Ah, it certainly is. You gotta love that, though, huh?
That was the Monoliths. Order was the name of the song. They're from Denmark, and that came out on a self-titled EP in 2017 through Mastermind. Let's see here. What else did I play? I guess it's an album more so than an EP, for what it's worth. Uh, before that, Tigre Robo, uh, Desconforto, from a single that they put out last year. And they're from Brazil. Before Tigre Robo, Charles Tronum with the theme from Rat Boo taken from the soundtrack, which was... I don't know if it was actually officially released in 1966, but that's the year the movie came out. One of Ray Dennis Steckler's greats. If you're looking for something real weird to watch this weekend, that's always a good one. Before that, Lunation Fall, Sweet Misery, taken from Near, a six-song EP they just put out by means of the Stellar Frequencies label. And that was what? Yesterday that was released. I found it last night. It started it with Popcorn, Boiling Sea, taken from Trends, put out in March. That's it for this week. I'll play one more song to close it out. Uh, Les Beatlets, Rest Encore, from their 1965 single through Jeunesse Franco. Thanks for being here. I'll come back again next week. And, uh, yeah, I'll post the replay soon along with the playlist. All that crap. And that'll be that. Bye.
look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.